Hello and welcome, just a family. This is giving you something to talk about, or just a live TV, as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, as well as creator and founder of not only just a live TV.com, but also the Women Supporting Women Cam Network. Uh, today's episode has been sponsored by the Butterfly Lotus Company, which is offering you for $13 their, their guide to spiritual protection, which has over 40 or sorry, it has 40 spiritual protection practices that you can choose from to make sure that your energy is nice and healthy, safe and contained. So, which who doesn't want that? Um, today, we are going to be talking about spiritual awakenings, which is great. I love spiritual awakenings. Um, the Butterfly Lotus Company is actually a company that focuses entirely on people who are newly awakened to their spiritual gifts and abilities and would like to learn more. So that is what they offer. Go and check them out at the butterflylotuscompany.com. Uh, if you are watching, catching live or watching the replay, please like, follow and share. Join our newsletter at distalivetv.com. And let's get started. All right. So to join me in talking about spiritual awakenings is Lucy Al. And I so apologize for being late today. And I'll get into that story in a minute. Lucy, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello everyone, my name is Lucy and I am a psychic and intuitive business coach. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Mutual psychic. So um, for any of you watching, I apologize for the delay. Not that you're really going to care, but uh, I apologize for the delay. I It took me apparently two hours to get my nails done today. I wanted to do some pride nails, but that didn't work out because unfortunately it took two hours to do them, which is psychotic, but... They're great. Anyway, um, okay, so today, spiritual awakenings. Now, I love spiritual awakenings. And I do actually, um, because I, I'm sponsoring this episode, I am a spiritual teacher, and that's one of the things that I focus on. Um, I do actually have a guide to spiritual awakenings. Spiritual awakenings 101, I have it in a course, and I also have, you know, the introduction to spiritual gifts and abilities. If anybody's interested in that, please reach out. Um, but spiritual awakenings are interesting. And I think that um, one of the things I love to mention about spirituality in general, especially for people just starting out or, you know, trying to figure out what it is that they're focusing on. For me, spiritual awakenings, depending on how you look at it, you have the dark night of the soul, which we'll talk about. Um, most of the time, I notice that people, when they do awaken spiritually, it's because they are so um they're filled with anxiety or panic or they're struggling mentally or physically or going through a traumatic experience right which would create a spiritual awakening but what I like everybody to kind of understand is that your spirituality or your spiritual gifts and abilities aren't new and your spirituality can be like a toddler and most of us you know have toddlers so for me your spirituality is like a toddler as you age your gifts are present, right? Your gifts are present from the time you're born, your gifts are present. But because of, we're taught that it's coincidence, we're taught that it's, you know, um, our imagination or anything along those lines, we're taught to brush it aside. And as we get older, it just becomes easy to brush aside our spirituality or our spiritual beliefs or gifts or abilities or whatever you, whatever you're experiencing our spiritual gifts and, and spirit, our spirit dream team, like I like to call them, um, will send us signs. And as they send us signs, we're like, no, that's coincidence, or no, I don't believe in that, or no, that's scary, or no, we brush it off. 
And what ends up happening is when you tell a toddler no, <laughs> they get really upset with you. Um, and you have to tell them no about 50 to 100 times before they're on the floor having a full-blown temper tantrum. Your spiritual gifts and abilities are similar to that. The more that you ignore them and the more that you push them aside, the more likely that you're going to become aware that you're gifted when you have a traumatic event or when you go through an event that is um, energetically powerful. In your case, Lucy, it was childbirth. Would you like to share your story? Yes, it's part of it. Yeah, definitely. Yes, for sure. Um, it, it started for like the it was not the word I could I would have used, but the real when really, really started was when I got attacked by a family man in the car park and a few years before I had my first child, which got me so frightened of my own power and actually lead me to, to a beautiful therapist and doing starting my journey of like realizing that a lot of things was conditioning my own, like, you know, my personal conditioning. But then fast forward to having my first child, I was saying that I had my first child in an emergency emergency C-section, so I did not give birth to her like I wanted to and all of that. And I had that, I was saying that to everyone. I was just like, I know I am a mom, but I don't feel like I'm a mom. It's just, is that normal? And you know, for a while, like, you know, you're going to your GP and everything, and he says, oh, it's probably be a little bit of postpartum depression and all of that. And I was like, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's that. And a friend of mine um, did a three-day retreat. My daughter was five months and a half, and I, my, my, I did not realize, but my whole body is just like, you need to go. Like, this is, you need to do this. And this is where I actually realized that I went to my my conscious awakening. I always I was already con like I was already awoken, but I was not aware of it yet. And during that retreat, I actually mentally I always say mentally, but it's more spiritually and and soul level. I gave birth to her. I became a mom three five months and a half later after she was born, and I reclaim my whole power when she was 15 months old because of the whole I had so much trauma hold into my womb and I had to go through a, uh, with healing process to a healer to actually say like you know not save me but really heal and like make um, what's the word putting back the room in this in the sacred space it is where it's actually your creation space yeah so kind of in a way you, it was, it was like stalling, right? Where, um, something happens or a thought will come in and it stalls the entire process. So instead of being able to create and fully create with that finality of it, right? Because giving birth is, is almost like the finality of it. Now for, for you and I, we both know that we don't need that finality, even if you are a mother through. IVF, if you're a mother through surrogacy, if you're a mother through adoption, it doesn't matter. You can fully and, and energetically embrace being a mother. There, there is no difference. But conditionally wise, it is. It's that follow through of actually giving birth, of actually, right? So when we're stunted in that, or if something mentally or subconsciously or like whatever conscious wavelength we're sitting on, it will stunt that growth. And then it's, it, we kind of just get stuck in there, especially if you don't know 
what exactly was going on or what exactly the trigger was or what exactly the problem was in the first place to stunt that that growth right and stunt that ability my youngest daughter and I um I had a little bit of stunt in there where I didn't connect with her as well as I did my other children because after I had her it was I didn't want to touch her I didn't I wanted nothing to do with her not because there was a lack of love not because I was going through a postpartum depression but because I was so tired and so exhausted that I just, I couldn't physically hold her. I was too tired. And so her and I didn't get that connection where her and my husband got that connection, right? But mm. now, it, you know, she's still more daddy's girl still. And I'm okay with that though, right? Because it actually worked into where I am now. And it worked into the, the power dynamic that I needed being, being her mother. And, and that's where I have it now. So mm -hmm. we might not see it in the moment. We might not see that that stunt or that stop that we experienced is actually for our highest good in the long run, because that created the path that you're on today. That created that, excuse me, that awareness and that ability so that you can be exactly where you are today and intuitively working with other people. Yeah. Exactly. And to come back to it a little bit about that, about the creation part as well is at the time I was solely a photographer. So I needed my creating juice to be like, to be an alignment with myself, to be able to produce, like to offer that to my client. And there were, there were so much of me that were missing that were somewhere else in another plane and actually when i gave birth to her it's really where i this is the first step of like re recovering things that went away you know and just coming back back in the body reclaiming them back and the next step was like really realigning my all my chakras that was and the womb chakra has been very very active like i was it's been wounded very very much because I did not expect to have this experience in at birth and in full or in full transparency in the normal paradigm if I had to do it again I would never have followed their their rules but you know that's another story <laughs> so spiritual awakenings can be hard though right and uh, backtracking to go with, with with what you're talking about um any situation that we find ourselves in that creates change, um, change in our roles, change in our status, change in, in our identity, again, comes back to that identity, right? And when we become um, partners, when we become parents, when we become um, hustling and bustling CEOs or entrepreneurs, or even just in, in the corporate world, we lose a part of who we are. We can feel like we lose a part of who we are. And if you're not aware that that happens, then it, it, it accentuates it, right? It, it makes it a little bit more than it could have been, right? Where if you didn't already know that, you know, when you, when you have children and, and when you go through that birth cycle, there is that change, right? And the first few months of being a parent is life-changing, right? You, everything changes. <laughs> so, um, that's it's unbreaking. <laughs> yeah, it's it's traumatic, right? Um, so a lot of people talk about the dark night of the soul, and I know that 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 topic is very much um, 
a popular term that people like to use about the dark night of the soul. Now, what the dark night of the soul actually is, is that traumatic event that says, okay, you have no choice but to awaken now, right? Um, we've given you all of these options and all of these opportunities where we're saying, hi, I'm here, right? Your spirit dream team. And then it's like, no, I'm still ignoring you. And then they're like, hey, well, you know, bam, life happens. And now you have no choice but to acknowledge that we're here and acknowledge that you have work to do on yourself, right? Because that's what the dark night of the soul is. It's an acknowledgement and a, and a push that, hey, I, I have work to do. I have an awakening that's going to help me be better, stronger, smarter, um, shine brighter, and more in tune with who I am. That's what the dark night starts, right? That's like that starting of, hey, you have no choice now. And that's why I love it so much. I think people shy away from it. And it's like, no, that's, that's like that, that ultimate, okay, we're going up from here. <laughs> we're, we're going to go through some mess, but we're, we're going to go up from here. And again, that's what you did, right? Is now look where you are an intuitive yeah. business coach and creating that ability for other women and, and yourself to tap into that energy right? Because it's all about tapping into your own, yeah. your own individual energy. Yeah. In, and it's funny because, you know, the darkness of the soul, uh, I've been hearing it a lot and a lot in the very, like, you know, it's when things happen, it's just like when the compound effect, everything comes and it comes keep repeating. Funny enough, if you like, a while ago I was actually doing some like somatic work and everything and dark night came up with like the word dark night frequency came to me and because I've been studying a lot about the energetics of of the, the human body and the it's actually funny that actually I did not hear that word before and now I was just like, oh my god this is a thing that was something that actually came from like you know the dark night the knowledge of that came from my from within which coming back to you know we were talking about intuitive and all of, all of those things like i really i'm always there to invite people to look within because the thing is we like you were saying about we're coming back a little bit backwards of like the coincidence and no i'm not listening to that you will have nudges every time you are you are working for with yourself but when you actually intentional of like i am ready to listen now now you can actually hear that little very subtle and assertive voice over the shouting one because that's the one that is very tricky to, <laughs> to not to just kind of set aside at the beginning but then when you actually go within and you work within yourself you can you realize that you have your own codes you have your own master keys of the whole universe or your old universe and it's actually so amazing when you actually this happens because you actually realize how like I I don't know if you heard about the four level of consciousness but there is so a four level of consciousness um it's one of a, an author I can't remember his name my apologies I, I'm happy to share the name if needed but um and one like when you actually in that level of listening to your intuition listening to you being in your codes and being in your key like holding your keys you go straight to fourth level. You go straight into, I'm creating my world, which is so expensive, so delicious. <laughs> and it's just, this is where you really activate ease and flow, for sure. For sure. There are, um, 
we've done, um, I've looked into the gene keys, which are very powerful, um, human design charts, which are very powerful. We're going to be talking about those again as well. Um, a lot of different, a lot of different things in there where we are manifesting, right? Uh, one of the programs I offer is building your spiritual foundations, right? And it's understanding what your signs and symbols are, how your higher self speaks to you, how your spirit dream team, or, you know, if you're a medium or if you're a psychic, understanding what those terms mean for you and how they work specifically for you, because not everybody's going to be the same, right? Um, I chose not to follow the gene keys and not to follow human design charts. And I decided not to go into too much astrology. So we all have different, you know, different paths we like to go into. I do know about them. I just don't follow them, right? Where some mm -hmm. other people will. And that's totally fine. We have to be okay with knowing what we like, right? The spiritual awakenings are scary. They are absolutely and utterly terrifying because you don't know where to turn. Number one, you don't know where to turn. Number two, the amount of information out there um, the amount of people saying, hey, do it this way, or hey, do it that way, or hey, do it my way, or hey, whatever, right? Um, and, and I'm going to shamelessly promote here, I do it differently at the Butterfly Lotus Company, because I focus on what do you like? What do you enjoy? Right? Do you want to learn about crystals? Do you want to learn about angels? Do you want to learn about being psychic, intuitive, medium, healer, empath? Do you want to learn whether or not you utilize the clairs, which ones do you utilize, right? There's so many different things we have access to when we have our spiritual awakening. It can be very overwhelming. It can be very lonely and absolutely and utterly terrifying because, you know, a lot of people, when they have their spiritual awakening, they have that conditioning. They have that mental conditioning or that psychological conditioning where it's like, ghosts are scary, um, all of like hauntings and all of the movies and even the show Supernatural. I've watched every season, every episode, but I watched Supernatural. And even there, it was psychics were bad, witches were, were bad, right? And they were part of the, the evil groups. And it's like, no, we're not. We're really not. We just know how to utilize energy differently than you do, right? We know how to embrace those who have crossed over differently than you do. I don't believe that there are negative, you know, um, evil spirits that I have to contend with as a psychic, intuitive, or medium, right? I believe they're negative entities, absolutely. And I'm willing to teach anybody and everybody about negative entities, but I don't fear my gifts, right? The only thing I feared starting out was what well, I did. I did at one point, I did fear my gifts. Uh, which is why it took me until I was in my early 30s to actually awaken them. We all do. Yep. <laughs> um, and again, that was... We all do. <laughs> right? Damn conditioning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's conditioning and... And it's the, for me personally, like doing the work of like, you know, the unconditioning and like really seeing the thread is because I also have done my past life. I'm not, I'm not, um, um, I'm aware there is other ones they're not they're not going they did not come forward yet but i got two big ones that came over and i have a third one i just know what type like i know she's a woman and she was in um probably around the time of um the invasion of the the um 
the United Kingdom in uh, in America at the time. So there is kind of something, but I don't know much about that. But doing the work around my past lives, I actually realized that a lot of my current um, conditioning about safety, talking and, be, um, and all of that was really actually coming back 4,000 years ago when actually I was an influence. Uh, I was a practice in Egypt, like um, the, um, the, um, worshiping Isis, like the goddess Isis. And all of those things of like, you know, this, uh, someone came over and actually, you know, assaulted her, like, you know, all, all of those um, lovely stories around that actually took her power away. She was broken, like she was an influential person. She was strong. She was that. And for so many, for until I actually realized she was there, I was like, oh, my God, this was in my in my imprinted in me for so long that's the reason i got stuck that's the reason i did not happen this not happened and the reason i actually sometimes did not do things in the right you know in the, in, in the sense of i decided not to do something and i was like i should have done it and realizing i was like no it's actually that was the kind of me withdrawing until i was ready to un to uncover that but it took me years to get where to get there but yeah it's definitely the conditioning and also your um your dna talking to you basically a lot of so <laughs> i am i'm a past life regressionist myself mm -hmm. i've been trained in it and um i've accessed a few of my own and they're mm. quite interesting um i haven't found any that i haven't processed yet um mm. I think one, maybe one, but um, I've accessed a few of them. And with that being said, a lot of people, if you have irrational fears, if you have irrational fears um, or beliefs that there's no explanation of where they would have come from in this lifetime, that's an experience. So we're put on this for anybody watching, we're put on this earth to learn. That is our, we are supposed to be having physical experiences where we experience negativity, we learn from it, we grow from it, and we learn how to maneuver through it. Now, if we have irrational fears, or if we have things that we didn't learn from or didn't process in a past life, we will carry that fear over. We will carry that. So in, in your case, with, with the lady that you were speaking about, she didn't process that traumatic event and it broke her no. right she didn't she didn't remove herself out of that broken state so it transferred onto you now mm. with that um you if you had been put in the same situation would have probably learned from that because you've had multiple lifetimes since right in order to become an ascended master in order to become a guardian angel or whatever you want to call it we have to experience everything or majority of everything. I myself um, am coming up to um, one of my last lifetimes because I've experienced a lot of them. I was like you where I was in, I believe it was Egypt, um, where women like myself who were spiritual and who were psychic and did embrace that and, and embraced my gifts I was revered. I was protected. Uh, two of my brothers in, in that past life were actually my guards. They were my 24 seven guards. They weren't allowed to leave my side. Um, 
and that you know that got brought forward into this life and just understanding how my lives intersected with now right because we do have spiritual families or soul families that will you know come with us through each lifetime i'm married to my twin flame so um and him and i have had multiple lifetimes not so good ones where he was married to my sister but um yeah <laughs> that didn't stop me but the joys uh, there was no stopping that love affair, but um, but yeah, it it really just all depends on on what it is you're interested in when you have that spiritual awakening. Yeah, I agree with you, and I, I, you know, it, the the past life regression really for me did not happen so long ago, so. I know there is like one that came like the first one was the king because I was coming with my therapist that also do regression and I tell her, you know, today this is what I'm feeling and I know it's not now. So we went to go and look for ancestral and was not in the ancestral line and I was just like, oh, I'm seeing myself as I was a king in the dark ages. So, you know, like kind of like that ruthless like you know you had to have strength and like no heart and like that very dry heart which is so disconnected from me because I am like I'm a heart-led person I'm always being heart-led and and there was like in the same time I had that disconnection with leadership I was so like I had the huge wound around leadership and we did like you were saying about the practice I actually had to take her and I had to heal her timeline with me my intention of bringing her into her sisterhood into her tribe into the power lies within women lies within your tribe with the the beautiful unconditional love not sexual love but that very beautiful love of like I love you like a sister I love you for the being that you are and I can't see through you and like it's more about the witnessing that's the word that really keeps coming to me a lot the last few um I'd say the last months or something like that the witnessing it's not even people want to be heard and seen that's the and I'm not it's not a bad way like I'm saying like it's kind of low level but you want to be witnessed which is witness is really seen through the through your eyes and inside your soul directly because seen and heard is more your human experiences and it's like it's just beautiful when you get to that and like you get to heal your past lives because the like the king that I was talking to you about is I knew I knew why it was happening. He lost his mom when he was five five years old, and um, he was brought into that very manly ways of like we are just doing war, we're doing war, and all of that. And it was like it, every time he was doing like doing what he was asked to do, but it was like conditioned to do, what he was really looking for is love. So we together took him and pulling in a beautiful bowl of light, like warm and white light, and really kind of like made him take his, his like just at the time it was no backpack, but you know, you got, you get the gist. Um, but it's just like taking the backpack and leave. Just like this current condition will, will be still there even if you live because that's, it will keep on going until it's just gets exhausted. Yeah. And actually, we managed to bring him finding his twin flame and having three kids. And funny enough, he has one one son and two daughters, exactly like mine. And when we were doing the past life regression, they all asked to come in. 
in the room with me and I had to hold them each of them because I knew that from my king life and to this life my kids have been coming from that past life as well which is mind-blowing when you know like years ago I would be like are you mad what are you telling me right now (laughs) Uh, my and okay so spiritual awakenings um my now soon to be eight-year-old daughter came up to me probably about a year or two ago and she I was I was in the kitchen I can't remember if I was cooking or doing dishes or something but I was in the kitchen she goes mom I said yes dear she goes you know my parents before you and I'm like (laughs) what okay Right. Cause I, I'm a yeah. very much, I know she's gifted. Uh, the, all of yeah. my children are gifted. Um, and so mm. I'm sitting here and I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, why don't you tell me about them? And she goes, well, they died. And I was like, okay. I said, um, were you born yet? She goes, no. And I'm like, okay. Um, was this right before you became my daughter? She goes, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she, like, she literally, she told me they died in a car crash and that the mom was pregnant with her. And I'm like, you're supposed to be mine. Like, where did, like, what? No. <laughs> right? But mm. my child came and told me about one of her past lives. And it's like, to, to see that as a past life regressionist, as a spiritual teacher, as a mother, as a parent, it's like, I need to embrace that, right? And I need to be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Like, if, if your kids are telling you about their uh, pretend friends, or, you know, engage with them, ask them questions, right? Find out if that's a spiritual friend, find out if that is, you know, a make-believe friend, there is a difference, right? There, you know, one is is a mental um, safeguard, and there's a reason for it. Um, or another could be just that they're spiritually gifted and connecting with uh, a child who passed, right? All of these things mm-hmm. don't need to be scary. Again, I, I want to stress that spiritual awakenings can and do become very scary. And it's because we don't understand, them, right? When things are scary, it's because one, it pulls us out of our comfort zone. Two, it's an unknown And three, the way we've been conditioned, right? If my children come in and say, mom, I just saw this. I'd be like, yeah, so how'd that go? Right? What did you feel? How did you feel about it? Right? I have another thing that I created was a routine for children mediums. Because when your child is a medium, If your child has anxiety and panic and your child is having, you know, conversations with people or afraid of the dark, there are ways to spiritual protection being one of them, which is one of the things that I'm offering. um, There's ways to help them with that, help them acknowledge that, you know, they're not going to hurt you. Um, You are in control, not them. Right. And just teach them. I have, uh, what is it? Um, I can't even remember what it's called right now, but it's a, it's a children's routine um, for medium children. I'm going to just see quickly if I can see it. Cause I think I screenshot it. Not that long ago. <laughs> just to tell you what it's called. Um, 
but yeah, people do tend to have that issue where it's the fear, right? And we don't want to think yeah. about yourselves. And, and I, I really stress this for everybody. Think about your own spiritual awakening. If you've experienced it, if you haven't experienced it, if you have, and you remember what that was like, would you rather embrace, have your children embrace their gifts now and just grow with them, right? Teach them how to be strong, independent, secure, and confident in themselves and their identity and their gifts and their beliefs and help them create that. Think of all the ways that they can benefit. Think of all the ways that they can benefit, right? They could change the world just by embracing who they are. Yeah, I agree with you. And I know that my, my I have very small children. So my, my eldest is three and a half, but you know, I can sense that she sense like she has already have something because even like her and she had twin babies like she called them my baby so I was like maybe they were your babies at some point in your life but and and the thing is what really comes like she always sometimes she just look at a, a brother and she say he wants that he hasn't he does not talk so you know it's just like he wants that and I was like yeah like I and again it, she's always right when she say that so I'm always embracing it and mm -hmm. like you know like it, it's actually mesmerizing when you actually grow your kids with the uh, the opportunity of like there is no judgment in anything that comes to you because I know that from from like, you know, information that I got from my family is my grandma used to see people when she was younger, but like when, she, like, but people have been telling her that's not possible and everything. And she's been living her lifetime in depression, like undiagnosed depression, because she was very sad all the time. And she had this, that death of like, when she cried, everyone would cry in the room. Like she had that strong death of like being able to connect to like the, all the, like not the traumas, but all the grief that we have had in our, all the time, all our timelines. But the thing is, if you were to, like when she passed away, she was in her 80, uh, she was 83. And if you were to talk to her at that time, she probably wouldn't even remember this was some the case. But you know, it's the, it's just like when we actually let people creating their world and not creating, but like being in their world and not like not stepping on it. Like the person gets to decide because you, we were talking about as well, like we have to learn the lesson as human, as we also, we have a, like, we have a spiritual soul, but we're also human. We are having a human experience. And sometimes you can also decide to descend, like, you know, to come to earth and say, I'm going to have a very simple human experience and I'm not going to do anything. And that's okay. This is, that's is meant that you, you need to do it, to go through that because your awakening is need another lifetime to do it, you know? And it's like, it's the big thing about me, which is like, the person will have his world, don't step on it. And the thing is, at the end of the day, they can either decide to embrace, to stretch the eggs, eggs to stretch their eggs, edges. Oh my goodness, I can't say that word today. Or they can decide to just, as I call it, call back back in the train. But probably they, if you embrace that, they're rarely going to go to the train anyway. But you know, the the straight line, like sit down, your life is full, is fully is fully traced for you. That's not fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> to me definitely not um <laughs> I love that you mentioned your grandma my granny passed away I believe she was 96 when she passed away and three months before she passed away she did an episode on a talk or not a talk show on a spiritual show um mm. like me I can't remember what it's called right now um I believe it's an indigenous show or there's an ind indigenous creator on the show and they talked to my 96 year old grandmother on how she had a spirit living with her and how she was always gifted, mm. always a medium. And she was always in that space. And I saw that after she passed and, and one of my cousins sent it to me and it was amazing to know because I was going through my awakening at that point where it was like, mm. okay, what, what am I, what am I doing? But both sides of my family, both my mother's, my paternal and my maternal side, both had mediums down the line both had mediums whether they were religious they would still see ghosts whether they were um like it was just this pattern of mediums through both sides of my family so of course I get thrown in the mix and then it's like hi <laughs> hello I'm <here. laughs> um I'm I'm very I, I'm very gifted I I'm an empath I'm a psychic I'm an intuitive I'm a medium and I'm a healer um and I believe those are your only uh gifts and abilities that are that are available and then i have i am able to utilize all of the clairs now the clairs for me are tools they're tools that are used by psychics intuitives and mediums and healers sorry um mm -hmm. they're not actually gifts themselves because if you think about the clairs the clairs are actually senses right so the clairs are tools they're not a designation they're actually tools our sense of smell, our sense of um, knowing, our sense of touch, our sense of taste, all of those are the clairs, right? So being able to mm -hmm. see um, and hear through our mind's eye, that's the ability to use our clairs. So I'm, I'm very passionate about that. So for anybody watching, if you would like to know what your spiritual gifts and abilities are, please reach out to the Butterfly Lotus Company, because that is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, why I started a business in it. <laughs> um, I, I just, again, I, I can't stress this enough. Spiritual awakenings are lonely. They're scary. They're lonely and they're overwhelming, but you have choices. You can choose not to awaken. You can choose to awaken. You can choose, you know, who you work with to help you through that. You can choose not to work with anyone and figure it out on your own. You don't have to label yourself as anything. Um, I fought with that when I first awoke. I was like, I'm not going to call myself a witch or a pagan or or um, any any type of religion or, or culture. I wanted to taste all of them. And so I classified myself yeah. as spiritual. That's beautiful. And... For a while, um, personally, like spiritual spirituality was very, I, it's not a word I wanted to use, not because I was not spiritual, is there is a, there is still a very stigma around spirituality. That's the big, the one, one thing. And the other thing is like, it felt like spirituality was not big enough 
for the whole thing and like now i'm just like you know it's it's a it's a it's a word that is it's it's used and i know there's another one that will be coming it might not be in my timeline but it's going to be coming anyway and it's just what you were saying about awakening what i actually personally experience is awakening doesn't have to be lonely it's what i like it's being all the message i've been getting from my 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 guides and it's just like it doesn't have to be lonely but as you were saying it always comes with a choice like it's coming back again to even the the analogy of like you can either decide it's going to be hard or you can decide that you're just going to do the work which is the it's going to be the same work but if you apply resistance you're going to be it was going to be harder to you than the other way like doing it doing your spiritual awakening on your own it's yeah it's hard af <laughs> to say the least the thing is if when you actually realize that we are all connected in the in the soul level in the cellular level i love the term of like we all the, the souls in the world, in, in this planet, and also um, people, that, people, entities that are above us, we all connected like a mycelium. Like the mycelium is the, the roots of the, the mushrooms. We all, under, we don't see it, but we all connected. It's so we all connected in, we had either past life together or we had um, a connection, so, so on and so forth. We met some at some places or we have guides that are like that. We have the same guides for some for some of us and it's just all come from that it's just like you or you you are the one deciding if you wanted to be supported if you want to have someone to mentor you into that growth or you want to do it alone and it's probably going to take you many many lifetimes if you invest in a mentor like yourself or like myself you can really collapse time and space because you we both have known things that we can actually teach you at least tell you so you can it can either resonate or you might have to listen it so three four five times but every time a plant is seed is seeded my goodness well every time a seed is planted you keep watering and you're going to see the, the leaves but the thing is it's your choice if you want to do it alone in the hard way quote unquote or you want to be supported and this is just a beautiful like finding your tribe your sisterhood if you're a woman um and find and having a mentor personally that's been the big the biggest thing i have done for myself yeah. in my growth it is and i had many i actually was amazingly i had a very close friend at the time who was very spiritual and they helped me um, I had family and I had um, people that I met during that time. I had a lot of people who were guiding me through that, that time frame, And it was a lot of people who allowed me to kind of pick and choose what I liked and what I didn't like, what I believed and what I didn't believe. And one of the biggest things about your spiritual awakening or your spiritual gifts and abilities, your spirituality at all, is it doesn't have to look the same for everybody. You don't have to become an intuitive business coach. You don't have to become a psychic medium or a reader or a healer. You don't have to do any of that. You can literally just take everything that you have and all of your gifts and use them in your own life. Use them for yourself and your family and your friends and just create that tribe for yourself, like you said, right? It doesn't have to look one way or the other. I, I, every single one and i have six every single one of my businesses 
is about I, you know, individuality, diversity, identity, creating your life, your way for you, because it's never going to be the same for anybody. Right? Yeah, it, I it, agree with you. And yeah. Definitely. And I have personally have three, uh, three businesses though, like in the last year, they all compounded into one ident, a one, um, tower. It's the, the, the image I'm seeing. It's like that one tower. It's a triangle. I have three identities and they all created a business. And now it's just like the convergence of like all of them, all the triangle coming into that higher power of like integrating all of them. And but for a while, having them as a three, uh, as the three thing were something I needed. I needed to have that, I, I call it that dissociation <laughs> for a while. And then my body, the last, I'd say like it was maybe seven months ago, everything collapsed. It was just like, you either go tower in or you like it, or you're going to crumble or you're going to be going through the hardest the hardness of, of whatever you could expect is going to be harder than you could expect uh, so i was like you know what i'm going to surrender to this calling of like i am not i am the three identity in one instead of like the three identity and that's what even in my business like you were saying we don't you don't have to call yourself an intuitive business coach and i agree with you you don't have to be using psych the psychic abilities but the thing is it's funny because I'm like, I've, I'm, I knew for lifetimes that I was a psychic, but it's not so long ago that I actually shared to people, to my friends, to my tribe and realizing I have created the tribe before I knew they were my tribe because I came to them and I told them I am embracing, I, I'm a psychic and everyone's like, duh, we knew. And I was like, how, <laughs> you know, the compound, the compounding effect was like, are you kidding me? You like so scared to just even say that because of the current paradigm of like, you know, the witch and all of that, you know, the woo woo things. And it's just like, everyone's just, yeah, but you've been doing that for ages. You've done that with your photograph. You've done that when you're in the table with people, you tell things before the people take, tell them, tell, tell what they have. And it's just when you actually getting into, you know, we were talking about intuition and everything. When you know your purpose, you know where you are going mm -hmm. of course sometimes you like the first time you dipping in your purpose is quite of like it's very simple words usually it's kind of like freedom this and that it's just like how do i make this thing happen that's where yourself is like it's a psychic like us come along supporting our client to actually realize what is the purpose and the purpose might not be coaching the purpose might be I am a dancer and I, I'm going to, I'm, I need to embrace like going on stage and and talk and dance and, or teach people to how to dance. That's how I'm going to make an impact in the world. And it's like, it, it just, yeah, I'm, I'm just getting a bit distracted. But the thing is the idea of like being an intuitive coach, it doesn't mean that because you are expanding in your psychic abilities and you're in like your intuition is very strong that you are going to become a coach. And like, I agree with you. And I personally, for a long time though, I have been discarding the coach side. I've been doing coaching under the curtain for years. But the thing is for a long time, there was so much trauma around that in terms of like coaching is blah, blah, blah. And it's like, felt like a pyramid scheme to me. <laughs> it's just, let me show you how to make money. So it's like, it's just how I made money. So I, I like, you know, it's, and then 
when actually everything really made sense for me, I was like, oh, I was missing one of my keys, my psychic abilities. This is something that I've been doing for lifetimes. I've, I have that knowledge for lifetimes, which actually when you add the coaching, I'm not there to uh, come to me and I'm going to coach you how to make 10K per month. No, I'm going to make you find your blueprint. I'm going to make you find your purpose. I'm going to make you really being aligned with your chakra and your values so you can create whatever you desire. It could be coaching. It could be a full psychic. It could be a medium. It could be whatever. It could be even just going. But you know, you will have a business when you do that work. You will not be working for, uh, you will not be in corporate because corporate does not allow you to be this expensive. No, absolutely. And that's and that's why I started my business mentoring as well because I wanted the ability. So I am an identity coach in the first one. <laughs> I am a spiritual teacher in the second one. I'm a business mentor in the third one. I also create healing crystal jewelry and heat therapy bags. Um, and, and then of course the show and the network and with those, it's, it's so I get to feed myself with each of them, right? Like I get mm. to feed my creativity, my passion, my abilities into each of those. I didn't want to put them all together. I struggled with putting them all together. People are like, how do you do all six at once? It's like each of them do something different. Right. I like with my spiritual teaching, majority of that is courses. I don't do a lot of one on one with that. I do, but not a lot where my identity coaching is a lot of one on one where my business mentoring is groups. Right. So it's kind of taking everything in stride and everything fits. Right. Yeah, I when love you, that. Yeah. When you when you have your spiritual awakening and stuff starts to fit it changes the dynamic of everything and the amount of people and, and every one of my businesses has a, what do you want? It's not do it my way. It's what's your way. Who are you? What do you want? How can we get you your dreams your way? Right? Because that's how I got. Everybody was like, Oh, you have to focus on one business. I have never been more focused or more aligned than I am with six businesses than I was with one or two. Are you Manny Jen in the human design, even though you're not full of it? Um, what was it? I actually just had, I just did mine. Give me a second. Cause I totally just did mine. I'm going to pull it up. Um, I just did my human design chart here. And I'm going to be, somebody is actually going to be going on an episode with me and Amazing. going through the human design chart and being like, this is Amazing. what this means. This, So you, everybody watching will get uh, an in, inside look into my own human design chart. <laughs> Come um, inside my soul. <laughs> yeah, you get to see what I'm like. Uh, let's see. Okay, so here, we'll grab this one up because there's, I, I did download a few of them. Um let me see wait for it to kick in <laughs> okay so yes i'm a man gen um so i'm a manifesting generator yeah i could have guessed <laughs> literally i went through yeah, and I laughed. I, every section of the human design chart i laughed because i was like 
that's true and that yeah oh yeah it is it is true there is a lot um there is a lot there and even like when you go deeper into the senses of the gates and everything which is you will talk with your your guests on that there is even extra things um which is like wild like super wild but it's actually very interesting when for me i know i'm not going to be a a human design uh reader i personally just love to know my clients and i you can sense what what type they are based on what i know and what i can you know when you say people have say i have many businesses what have i have many life like you know many life in one there's a probably being managing because of like we are as like in our human experience we are designed to be creating trying and doing things and doing so many things at once and if we only do one thing we get very bored because it's just like just like I'm, I'm in cruise control it's not fun anymore but like you know coming back to what you're saying like you have that six i, I like businesses but also they part of your identity as well your um, entities personal entities and i i went that like i felt like i had a huge explosion of, of it and then it just like got back to creating something different and like i'm actually for me it felt so much more expensive personally to actually integrate all of them so i'm actually creating um in a, my one-on-one container you have my brand you going to get a soul brand design you're going to have a photo shoot with me a higher self photo shoot we're going to go very deep into your intuition like really unlocking and activating all your codes and keys and it's just it's just beautiful it's it's a 12 month container so it's a very long but the same time it's not that long in the human experience in the soul perspective anyway but like that very (laughs) collapsing time and space in 12 months which is just a beautiful um it's just something i adore doing I love that. I actually, I wish you were here because I'd totally be down for that. Um, oh, great. Any- I can't, I, I'm, I can't fly. It's the plan. <laughs> the thing is this, this pro, this container, the one, one container will take you in the, in the, the city that will call, like it's calling us. So the thing is for me is when I work with clients is we, we see what, like, we uh, with the readings and everything, there is words that come, city that comes, and I know one of my next clients will have a photo shoot in the mountains. It's just like, I don't know who she is, I don't know, but I know this is, it's not going to be a big city, it's going to be very raw, wild, you know, that kind of, like, like her being her thing. That's really the plan. And... I like is it's the container is redesigned to be with anyone in the world. I will make you, I will fly you to where we were supposed to be to take those photographs. Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything you'd like to add before we get going? <laughs> oh my goodness. It was such a beautiful connection and talk. I love that, Melissa. Thank you so much. And you definitely got me intrigued into the the child part of things, because I actually wonder what age you should, like not should, but um, is kind of encouraged to be um, integrating more of that. I know, I don't think my, my kids are mediums, not what I'm feeling, but they probably are, they have my psychic abilities for sure. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. And, you know, where to find me, I'm the most active on Instagram, but you know, you know, just can, you can have access to me. Uh, on Instagram, and you can DM me and be happy to chat with you for sure. Yeah. Um, where to start with kids? First off, spiritual protection. 
Um, and that's, people take that as a fear thing. It's really not. It's just boundaries, protecting your energy, making sure that you know and recognize your energy and that of, of other people. Um, knowing when another person's energy is harmful to you, protecting yourself against that. So as parents, as, as you know, um, yeah, as parents, it, that's our job at first, right, is to create that protective barrier for our children um, and help them learn what is their energy and what's not their energy. So as really early, um, I know that my son, when he was a year, was playing with spirits. Um, I would see him playing with spirits shortly after he started walking. So um, it was mm -hmm. an interesting experience, to say the least. And that was my first child. So <laughs> yeah, that was 20 years ago. So yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah. But, um, thank you so much, Lucy, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And I had a blast. Thank and I'm you so sorry that me. I was late again. It's all good for me. Don't worry. It happens. We, yeah. we still have a human experience. So sometime like the normal, the, we still have to be on the, on the clock, even though there is no timeline. Um, so it's part of life. So don't worry about that. Yeah. Crazy how my um, one hour nail appointment ended up being two. But anyway, um, <laughs> okay, just a family. It was that meant is our to episode. be. <laughs> that is our episode today. If you'd like to reach out to either myself or Lucy, please do so. Our links are in the description. If you would like to learn about your spiritual gifts and abilities, about spiritual protection, we are offering, the Butterfly Lotus Company is offering the spiritual to, guide to spiritual protection for $13. You can find that link in the description. Um, if you want to learn more about your spiritual gifts and abilities, go check them out at the thebutterflylotuscompany.com. Um, I'm your host, Melissa Kretzler. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, or if you'd like to see a topic featured on the show, people aren't talking enough about reach out to us at justalivetv.com um like and follow us on our all our social platforms and for all of you amazing wonderful people i hope you have a great morning afternoon evening it doesn't matter what time of day or what day of the week you are watching i wish you all the best and i will see you on the next episode bye